yeah, okay, it's working. Yeah. Happy New Year, man. It is the new year. We made it to the other side. The other side, 2024. Wait up. Right now, I gotta take a selfie. Gotta get the selfie going. Gotta have a selfie in 2024. Okay, that's kind of clean. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, okay. Dude's got long hair. Dude's got long hair, didn't he? Alright. What's the matter with me podcast? I've been bleeding a lot. I've been to the emergency room twice. Two times. Twice since I recorded that last episode, there will be blood. I've been bleeding myself. Thank you for tuning into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. I've been keeping a long running list of stuff I gotta talk about in the new episode. You are tuned into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. My name is John, I'm 44 years old husband, father of two small business owner, radio DJ podcaster, and I have multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. It's a good thing to be here in 2024. I mean, I think we're all there. If you're listening to this, we made it. It's 2024. I got a bunch of stuff to go through, and I will see how long it takes me to get there. First off, I want to give a shout-out to the Sandman. Big shout-out to the Sandman. He wrote in to tell me that Can You Eat Blood was maybe his favorite episode of the year that it was funny and uh, you know that poor old lady believing that it was funny so you know the thing was we had that chintzy plastic pie cutter I was telling you about it cut her hands that's how the blood started I ordered a metal pie cutter on ebay I'm a magician on eBay and I can make things appear and I made a metal pie cutter. It has a stainless steel blade and a silver handle and it's kind of hefty and we have it now. It's here. No more plastic pie cutters. This thing looks like it could cut off your finger though. Maybe it's like one problem for another. Anyhow, I just figured out if she can't work a pie cutter, it's like we got to think about new avenues. Shout outs to Brad's mom. We're looking out for Brad's mom. We don't want her spilling lifeblood all over the kitchen. 
and kind of making dessert an adventure. So we got a big old metal pie cutter with a silver handle. It's fancy. So in December, in between, I've had kind of a lot go on. My wife's mother was here from Japan for like three weeks. I went to the ER twice in that time. But prior to that, my wife and I, we were like, it's holiday. Let's go on a date. Let's go to eat. So I use this service and it gets me around the city of San Leandro got me into this is called GoGo. Originally it was called GoGo Grandparent and that's how some disabled people can get around in um, Alameda County in the town of San Leandro specifically. So I called these people they helped me get an Uber and they'll take my wheelchair. So but It has limitations as a dating service. So we're going to go to this place, Yonsai Handroll. I already told you about it a couple episodes back, but I forgot to mention I called GoGo Grandparent to get me a ride. And, And they, first of all, they changed the name, which is probably a good thing, from GoGo Grandparent to just GoGo. And it's like, that's all right, because I'm not yet a grandparent. So I'll take that, right? But the guy picked me up, picked us up, my wife and I, and you get a companion. So I chose my wife. We're going to go to this Yonsai hand roll. And that was a whole thing in and of itself. But on the way there, we got picked up by this Russian guy doesn't really speak English he's using like auto translate to on his phone to communicate with us and he doesn't have room for my wheelchair and one person so he kind of finagles it and before I know it I'm sitting in the passenger seat and my wife is behind me And in the back seat next to her is my wheelchair. So I'm like, this has got serious limitations as a dating service. You couldn't take someone out. You already, it's for grandparents. I thought it was funny. I was like, this is like a very, this is a situation. We got this Russian guy driving. I think he's going where we asked him to go, but I'm not really sure if there hasn't been any artificial hallucination or whatever. I think he's taking us to the hand roll spot. But on the way there, I'm like in front of my wife and I'm like, this is not how a dinner date you imagine it beginning. The guy didn't have room. And then in December, a momentous event, my TV crapped out after 15 years. I've had the same plasma TV for 15 years. 
Because it looked good. I was like, I, I don't... Why should I get another one? LCD TVs, I wasn't sold on them. But then, all of a sudden, it wouldn't turn on. And so, it was like, time to get a new TV. It was on sale, you know, Christmas time. So, we got a new TV. It's on the wall in the living room. And there's something cool about that is it's up on the wall and it's made the living room a little more accessible because the TV isn't on the ground anymore. I can roll my wheelchair around in and out and it's easy, a lot easier. So that was, I was sad that my TV crapped out. I had to shed a tear. But my TV is so obsolete at this point that no one will even take it on next door. It's like Craigslist free. They won't. It's obsolete and it doesn't turn on. It's broken and obsolete. So forget about it. Anyway, the new ones on the wall, we're figuring it out. Dad butt dialed me again. We got a TV again. Also, dad's butt dialing me. He butt dialed me again and I called him back and he was like, well, what happens is I keep my phone in my back pocket. I think I butt dialed you. I'm like, well, gee, I, I think you're right, dad. Gotta, gotta think twice about that back pocket deal. I have this note to self. I got a note to self in here. I'm going to roll through these. I will try to eat cheese no matter how old it is just to see. To see what? I don't know, but just to see. Any cheese of any age, I'll eat it. My wife went to the butcher shop. I was like, hey, um, we need some pork chops. Let's get four pork chops, 12 ounces. That's three quarter of a pound. And how I know that is the saying, a pint is a pound the world around. 16 ounces in a pint, 16 ounces in a pound. Okay, you see where I'm going? Anyway, 12 ounce, four 12 ounce chops should add up to three pounds of pork chops. So the butcher, I sent my wife in there and it always happens like this. And it it happened again. The butcher starts in on my wife like, oh, do you know how much 12 ounces is? And she's like, uh... And he's like, it's a pound. Like, dude, this person is wrong. First of all, the the newer, one of the newer butchers, of course. What are you talking about 12 ounces a pound? A pint is a pound. A 12 ounce pork chop is, is a good size pork chop. A 16 ounce pork chop is ginormous. So my wife came home with these ginormous pork chops from the idiot butcher. I like my butcher shop. 
I do. And I like the idiot butcher. I like all the butchers. You know, you've got an idiot butcher in the butcher shop. You'll always have one. I've worked in some butcher shops and there's always at least one. You're going to have, you know how much 12 ounces is it to pound that person. So there are four enormous pork chops. Enormous. I started swallowing while staring at my sternum. You know, while looking down, extremely down. And I learned it from Coco, from watching Coco. That's my daughter. That's my daughter. So I was checking her out. She's getting braces right now. And you know what braces, I don't, I never had braces, so I don't really know what it entails, but it's a bunch of stuff in your mouth and you have a bunch of rules. One of the, you weren't allowed, the dentist said my daughter wasn't allowed to chew gummies anymore because chewing up gummy stuff is bad. That's one. That's one of these braces rules. So we we have a, a vitamin gummy that she would take every day. And she had to stop taking it. And she got a, a gel cap. That was hard to pronounce. I wanted to call it a gel cap. Anyhow, gel cap. Gel cap. And she started having to learn how to swallow it with water. And my wife was telling her, look down, don't look up. You know, I've had for years, I even went to the doctor for it. This problem where I aspirate what I'm eating, like I choke on what I'm eating or drinking. I couldn't eat ramen for a long time because I would lean my head back to try and swallow it. Same as my daughter did. And I heard my wife telling her, look down. And then I thought, oh, I'll, I'll try that. So I started looking down and I realized I was able to eat chunky soup and ramen and stuff that I haven't been able to eat for years. Swallow while looking down and avoid choking on your food. For me... That was enough to keep my epiglottis closed and not choke on my food. And I learned it from hearing my wife talk to my daughter. And I was just like, I think I can look down. And it worked. And so I've been eating while my mother-in-law was here from Tokyo. I was eating ramen and udon and all sorts of anything that I haven't been able to eat for years by looking down. That was it. Because I kept, it seems so silly, but I kept angling my head back to try and swallow better. And that was the opposite. That was making it worse. And I had some epiphany. So look down. So I flew to San Diego and they broke the airline baggage handlers on the way home, broke, um, 
part of the um, joystick off of my wheelchair. It still worked, but they like stripped it down. So it was like literally I was moving like a piece of metal and plastic. Not that the exterior skin uh, was missing. Anyhow, they broke something on my chair at the airline. I had to go and make a claim when I arrived here back home in Oakland. And I, it was no problem. The people were very helpful. And then a few days later, the guy came to install on my chair what had been broken. They, they shipped me the part. Then the guy came to install it. And when he showed up right away, he fixed it. But then he was like, you know, you got your, I got this wheelchair lift on the rear of my car. And it's been scraping the ground. And I I was like, maybe I need to get the car lifted. Maybe I need to get super stiff shocks put in. Because every driveway we go over, my wheelchair lift is scraping on the ground. Because all of a sudden, my car has like a a few couple inches of clearance. And it turns out the people who, so a couple inches of clearance, right? The people who installed my wheelchair lift installed it upside down. It's an L shape. It can either point up or it can point down. They installed it pointing down. The guy who came to fix my wheelchair, who was contracted by the airline insurance company, was like, why is your wheelchair lift on upside down? Or he's like, you know you got it on upside down. And I was like, that explains things. Because my wife has been driving her crazy. My mother-in-law at one point, she put her hands to her head. She was like, I don't want to hear that sound again. And that sound is it scraping along the concrete of the road. So that would make a lot of sense. And, you know, this guy was cool. He was like, I've been installing these. The company that makes it is Harmar. He said, I've been installing these for 26 years. Like, I'm not trying to cause a problem. It's just when I see one that's upside down, I'm like, what's going on here? So he got out his um, drill and unscrewed and re-put it back on up the right side up. And now I have almost 10 inches of clearance. Where before I was like, maybe I got five. And I was scraping along everything out of my own driveway, in and out. And so to get this fixed, this guy Sal was his name. He was an Afghani guy. Uh, Sal was short for Salim. And he just fixed this thing for me. He was on a job to fix my wheelchair. He ended up fixing this um, wheelchair lift that was attached to my car as well. So he was really like uh, 
sent from above to fix everything. He called the people who installed my lift and was like, you realize you installed this upside down? And they were kind of like, oh, um, uh, and I was like, why did I drive 45 minutes, make my wife take off work? And the guy who came for free from the airline is way more useful than you guys. Turns out I overpaid for the item. The vendor I used didn't put it on right and charge me too much. So it's like, you know, cry me a river. Anyway, I got the guardian angel Sal. He fixed everything. I'm still thinking about some combination of firmer shocks and lifting up to get even more clearance, but I'm not really sure. If that'll cause, you know, it's always for me, I try not to do anything because everything works like it is. The more stuff that I try and fix, the more cans of worms I open, the more stuff breaks. So the wheelchair salesman in Castro Valley was like, Jazzy Passport, that's the wheelchair model that I use is called Jazzy Passport. He goes, oh, that's discontinued. And here's the new one. And I found out from Sal that's not true. I looked into it. In fact, Jazzy Passport is not discontinued. So that's a lie the wheelchair salesman told me. I put note in here, making memes yogurt marinade i've been trying to come up with the yogurt marinade for a hopping hot sauce so first off before i get into it gotta give a shout out to hopping hot sauce the best hot sauce in the world check it out hopping hot sauce it's the best hot sauce hopping hot sauce it's the best sauce in the world the world, I'm telling you. Hopping hot sauce is the best sauce in the world. It's on Amazon. Hopping hot sauce. So I've been making yogurt chicken marinade with it. And it's been pretty good. I haven't 100% perfected it. And I'll just give it to you in its imperfect state because this is an imperfect world we live in. Just get yourself some boneless chicken thighs, eight boneless chicken thighs, one cup of yogurt, whole milk yogurt, make it at home if you can, and then two ounces of hopping hot sauce, one and a half teaspoons of salt. Just marinate that for part of a day and grill it. The yogurt chicken marinade, one cup yogurt, two ounce hopping hot sauce, one and a half teaspoon salt. I've been getting rejected a lot by poetry magazines. They're like, no. I was on Instagram. My cousin on Christmas sent me a bunch of pictures of myself that were made by AI. I sent him a photograph, a selfie or something. And he sent me a bunch of AI versions of myself. And they were they were like me in a like three quarter zip 
down puffer jacket. I'm not sure who directed I looked like um, a technological kind of Steve Jobs, Messiah, Elon Musk character. So I posted a picture of myself made by AI and I put that on Instagram as my story. And a lot of people that I haven't heard from in a long time contacted me. And not all of them realized, or most of them, but some of them didn't realize that the picture was not of me, but it was like remix hallucination by AI. So I've been bleeding all from my head. One, uh, a few weeks ago, my wife left. My mother-in-law was here. I was taking a shower. And of course, I I like tripped trying to go up this step. First time ever. You know, it's like my wife took off and my mother-in-law is here with me. Why don't I fall and cut my head? So I did that. And it's kind of... It didn't bleed very much. So when my wife got home, I was like, do I need to go to the emergency room? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, it's not bleeding. She's like, dude, you have to go. So I was trying not to. Then um, I got two staples in my head. And the doctor that gave me the staples in my head was the last doctor who gave me staples in my head. So I went to the ER and the triage nurse who's like trying to figure out where you're going to go at the hospital. He asked me when I was, they were doing that process. He asked me if I used to be a wrestler And I love that when they do, when people do this kind of thing. One time a a tailor asked me if I used to be a bodybuilder. And so, yeah, in both cases, I was like, yes, totally. Yes, of course. I'm a bodybuilding wrestler. Then I had to go to the ER again. What happened to me? Oh man, this was brutal. I um my mother-in-law was in town. She was staying in my office. So my son usually showers in the bathroom. There's a shower in my office. So he'll usually shower at night in that shower. But because his grandma was here, um He was like, can I shower in your shower? And I was like, my wife, we were like, yeah, of course. So he got set up in there. And then I was trying to leave from my room into out out of my room. And on my right was the door to the bathroom. And as I was walking by it, I kind of leaned against it. Just for an instant. And I forgot that because the house shifts, our house like doesn't have enough foundation. That's like a issue that we're going to be dealing with forever. Doesn't have enough foundation. Everything shifts. 
and all the door lashing, it depends what day it is, whether it works. So I leaned on this door, just, I got my weight over my right side, my weak side, leaning on the door, standing on my weak foot, boom, the door opens. I fall, I turn and fall like backwards into the bathroom and I hit my head, the base of my skull on the toilet, the toilet bowl. And it was like the hardest, the hardest I've ever been hit in my life. And so I was like, whoa. And ended up having to get three stitches Not staples, but stitches. And I got the staples that I had gotten nine days earlier. I got them removed while I was in the ER. For the other one, I was like, I don't need to head, take out my staples. And there was a bunch of pus in my head. And the guy had to like express it, squeeze it out of my head. And... So then we got talking about Puss Head, who drew a kind of heavy metal skeleton death, 1980s Metallica Iron Maiden kind of thing. So I hit my head on the toilet. It was like, bang. And I didn't pass out, but almost. Like my world changed and like it was crazy. My vision, I was like, it was like I was watching an old television. It was like, who brought this cathode ray black tele- black and white television? Look, it's the moon landing. And then I was kind of back at it. My son was behind me. He was upset. So I, I talked to him for a little while. I had the ice pack with the bloody rag on the back of my head. So not a great end of the year in terms of going to the ER. I definitely wore it out, wore it out at the ER. I haven't really been in on what's the matter with me because I record it here in my office and my office has been my mother-in-law's bedroom. So even though she's totally cool and there'd be no problem, it's kind of just getting the vibe, you know, getting the vibe right. It's a little something. So it's Happy New Year 2024. I'm all stapled up, sewed up. A pint is a pound. Dad butt me. Yeah, so it's kind of more the same in 2024. Thank you for tuning in. You can email me. My email address is john at hoppingworld.com. That's J-O-O, sorry, that's J-O-H-N at H-O-P-P-I-N-W-O-R-L-D.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to catch you next time. 